Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew. Bryant is not with me tonight. Uh, he should be back in about a week or so. So uh, going to miss him, but show must go on. Uh, week 13 coming up. Uh, coming up fast, too. It seems like just yesterday there was a football game on for week 12. Uh, so bye week teams this week. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers, really make sure you don't have that in your lineup. You don't want to look like a fool. Uh, Today, I'm going to go over the AFC home games. Tune in for part two should be coming up tomorrow with the NFC home games. So uh, one thing I should mention, no Thursday night football this week. That was supposed to be the Baltimore Ravens against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, But yeah, COVID decided to screw over another week. That game's pushed till, thir- uh, sorry, not Thursday, oh boy, till Tuesday. So Tuesday night, Dallas Cowboys versus Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers-Washington football game has also been moved from Sunday to Monday. Give the Steelers an extra day of uh, of resting because, uh, yeah, they uh, they need it. So just jumping into it, first matchup, Cincinnati Bengals against the Miami Dolphins. Now, this was a matchup I was really excited for, Tua versus Joe Burrow. Uh, unfortunately, that is not going to happen. Uh, Joe Burrow obviously out. Tua, on the other hand, uh, he was out last week with that thumb injury. He did practice this Wednesday. He is expected to start, expected to play. Uh, he should be good to go. Now, let's let's start with Cincinnati. T. Higgins, I feel like you got to start, right? He is the he's really the top receiver on this team now. Even without Joe Burrow, he still put up decent fantasy points last week against the New York Giants. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, he's going to play, so you got to start him based on opportunity. Uh, Miami does have a very good defense, so keep your expectations low. Other than that, there's really no one I'm too interested in. Uh, Tyler Boyd is a, is a question mark, but he's really fallen off he's had a rough week without joe burrow so um i i guess i would i would put boyd as a as a low-end flex t higgins up there as a as a high-end flex and giovanni bernard that is it that is all i'm starting not doing any uh not no aj green that would be terrible no tight ends no quarterbacks uh miami on the other hand here we go this is this is a little different. So it 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 looks like Tua is going to be the starting quarterback, which means Devontae Parker. I, I guess his value goes a little bit down. Um, not a lot. He's still startable, but expectations low there. Uh, Miles Gaskin. This is a, a big one for me because I'm a big believer in Gaskin. He has not been taken off the injured reserve yet. There's no new news uh, on this. We will keep you updated uh, in the injury update coming out Saturday. We definitely should have some more information on Miles Gaskin uh, at that point. But for now, uh, no news. So he stays on your bench. If Gaskin does play, he's a must start. He he has been amazing this season. Just riddled with injuries. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing. Uh, Mike Gusecki is an okay tight end this week. He had a pretty solid game last week, and he's looked all right under two of one or two bad games. Really not, uh, not anything to be that upset about. And I would say Miami defense, solid stream this week. 
We saw what they did against the New York Jets, putting up a whopping 13 points, two interceptions, three sacks, uh, and only three points allowed. I'm not expecting that great of a game, but adequate uh, points from the Miami defense if you're the type of person that streams defenses. One thing uh, I should mention, so because Bryant is gone, uh, we usually play this game where we predict uh, the winners of every game. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, and it looks like he went with the Miami Dolphins as well. I should mention the score is 8-4. to four. I won last week with the tiebreaker. So, uh, yeah, that is the first matchup. Second matchup here, the Las Vegas Raiders. I did it right this time. Didn't say Oakland. Proud of myself. Versus the New York Jets. Wow, battle of the disappointing teams. Uh, Las Vegas hasn't been too disappointing. They just had a rough week last week. Um, Josh Jacobs, he is questionable. Uh, but it looks like... Yeah, I would say he's doubtful, honestly. Him and Nelson Aguilar both did not practice Wednesday. Uh, that gives them the the doubtful tag. Obviously, if Josh Jacobs plays, you start him. All right, this is a, a 12 o'clock game. The first set of games on Sunday, you should know 90 minutes beforehand. Josh Jacob plays uh, instant start, and that is worst-case scenario based on, on whether or not we know if he'll play. Hopefully, by the Saturday's episode, uh, we should have an answer for you. Nelson Aguilar, on the other hand, uh, it's, a, it's a questionable flex. He's a really boomer-bust player. He does have the opportunity against the New York Jets, so it should be a solid game. Um, however, if Aguilar does not play, Henry Ruggs has a lot of value. I really like Henry Ruggs this week. For some reason, there is no logical reasoning behind this except for Aguilar being doubtful. But even if Aguilar plays, I feel like Henry Ruggs, I feel like this is his game. This is his opportunity to go off. This is where they're, they, they want revenge. They're really upset about what happened last week. They are, they are just going to... They're going to go crazy, all right? They want to bounce back week, and that's what I expect for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I would start Ruggs, Josh Jacobs if he plays, Nelson Aguilar if he plays, Darren Waller, pretty obvious there. Um, I, I would hold out on Derek Carr because of the inconsistency, but... Yeah, I mean, if you're deciding between like a Derek Carr or Carson Wentz, I would probably go Derek Carr, honestly. Because um, I really, Carson Wentz, man, he, he's struggling. Uh, New York Jets, on the other hand, we got Jamison Crowder, even though he's been uh, kind of out of form recently, even with Darnold's return. If you're in a PPR league, he's still going to get you some points. He's getting a lot of targets. Uh, he should get some receptions. Again, Miami defense last week was very good against this team. Uh, Las Vegas has a worse defense, way worse defense. So I could expect a, a another, uh, I guess this is really a bounce back game for everyone. Crowder should should have a solid game. Uh, Frank Gore, I know it's ugly. I know you don't want to play him because it's Frank Gore, but he's going to get like 15 plus carries, which will probably convert to about 60 yards and hopefully a touchdown if you do own Frank Gore. So he is startable. He's in that flex spot. I think he's going to have a solid game. Uh, and also Brashad Perriman. I think he's a solid play this week. He is questionable. He was limited in practice. 
Limited's better than not playing, uh, so he's on that questionable list rather than doubtful. I think that he's going to play this week. If he does play this week, I would say put him in that flex uh, spot because he has been stepping it up recently. Uh, he he does have a problem with injuries, but man, Darnold and Perriman together actually looked looked capable. So uh, still don't think Jets are going to win this. Not even close. But those are the only players I will be starting. Uh, I picked the the Las Vegas Raiders. And it looks like so did Bryant. All right, next matchup, we got the Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans. This should be a very fun game here. Uh, starting out with the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor has been taken off the COVID list. He should be good to go on Sunday. This is a big-time start for Jonathan Taylor. He was coming off of a very, very good game, Week 11 against Green Bay with 22 carries. Then he... Had close contact with some with COVID, had to sit out week 12. Now he's back week 13 against a terrible Texans defense. This should be a solid, solid performance out of Jonathan Taylor. I would say solid, solid performance out of Naeem Hines. I would start Hines as well, especially if you're in a PPR league. Eight receptions last week, 66 yards. Very good. Uh, it's really, that's the Wombo combo. Taylor on the ground, Hines through the air. They should both be in your starting lineup. Uh, no quarterback this week. I don't like Phillip Rivers, even though it's a favorable matchup. Uh, I would play Michael Pittman, however, even though he did terribly last week. Nine targets, but only caught the ball twice for 28 yards. He is getting a ton of targets. He just didn't do anything with it that game. It's against Tennessee. Tennessee is a lot tougher than Houston. Houston gives up a whop ton of uh, passing yards per game. So I would start Michael Pittman. I know T.Y. Hilton had a great game last week. Don't do that. Don't be tricked into starting T.Y. Hilton. It's kind of a fluke. It was really throw to Pittman, throw to Pittman, throw to Pittman. That didn't work. All right, we'll throw it to Hilton. That's what I saw. So I would not start Hilton. Uh. Oh, the tight ends get weird because Trey Burton still puts up like he he's a weird, weird player because he's not consistent at all. But then he gets rushing touchdowns. Some games he gets only one target. The next game he gets seven. So I wouldn't risk it. He's too inconsistent for my liking. I don't like him at all. I would not start him. Um and yeah, that's really about it. Colts defense, obviously, but they're like the best defense in the league. So if you're streaming, no way you're going to be able to pick up the Colts. So uh, Houston, here we go. Uh, Deshaun Watson, auto start every time. Uh, let's talk about the run game. David Johnson, he's been taken off the IR. He is a pretty solid chance of playing this Sunday. Still got to get through concussion protocol, however. But uh, if Johnson starts, you play him. You play. You put him in your lineup. He should be good to go. Uh, it is a tough defense. Keep your expectations low, really, for this entire team. Uh, I would start David Johnson. Wide receivers, I would go Brandon Cooks because he has the opportunity now uh, with Will Fuller gone. So Brandon Cooks is that wide receiver one now. Uh, no interest in really any other players on the Houston Texans. Now, to pick winners, this is a little bit of a tough one for me. 
I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, and it looks like Bryant will as well. Just too good of a defense, man. Colts uh, Colts should win this pretty favorably. I'm excited to see what they do with their offense. Uh, with Pittman, is he going to get the same amount of targets? Are they going to throw less to him because of his bad performance last week? I don't know. But uh, Colts should win this pretty easily here. Next matchup, Cleveland Browns against the Tennessee Titans. All right, so Kareem Hunt limited in practice. He is still expected to play. He disappointed you last week, but you still got to play him because of that upside. He uh, he always has the opportunity to be the number one receiver for that week, even though he's a running back. So love the opportunity there. Nick Chubb, auto start. Um, I would do Austin Hooper. He's had two pretty solid games. Uh, he, I he doesn't get enough targets for my liking. So I would put him at around a high end, a high tight end two. Um, so th- there's definitely better tight ends out there, but if you're in like a 14 team league, got no other option. Austin Hooper should do. Okay. Uh, Jarvis Landry. I expect to, to have a, another solid game. Now he's not going to perform like he did last week, eight receptions, 143 yards and a touchdown. Uh, because that was against Jacksonville. Now they're going up against Tennessee. A little bit tougher defense, but he can still perform. I would do Landry this week. I think his upside uh, is is worth taking the risk on. I do. I wouldn't want to start Baker Mayfield. That's a no for me. Um, no other tight ends. No other receivers. Not interested at all. Uh, they are playing the Tennessee Titans. So let's talk about them for a sec. Janu Smith. Did not practice Wednesday. He will be doubtful for this week. Uh, maybe he had that injury last week, and that's why he put up a goose egg. I don't know. I kind of roasted him for it, but now I feel a little bit bad. Uh, you start Derrick Henry. You start A.J. Brown. I would still start Janu if he plays just because of his his upside. Janu Smith should be okay. Start Tannehill. This is where you can you can get some questions. Corey Davis, what do you do with him? Uh, in my head, he should start. He should start. He, the last three weeks, he put up amazing numbers twice against the Colts and once against the Baltimore Ravens. Those are two very, very good defenses. He is matched up against these amazing defenses the last three weeks, and those were almost his best three weeks uh, of the season. So I would do that. I would give it to Corey Davis. Uh, give him a chance. No Adam Humphreys, none of that nonsense. Um, I don't expect Corey Davis to 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 wow you this week, um, just because I think Tennessee had to throw the ball a little bit more to stay in it. But I can see where he gets, you know, uh, five receptions, seventy yards, and uh, give or take a touchdown. So if he does that, you're happy because you put him in your flex spot. If you have to put him higher, that's very, very unfortunate for you. Uh, so that's, that's it for that matchup. I am picking the Titans and I'm pretty sure Bryant is picking the Titans as well. The next matchup, the new England Patriots against the Los Angeles chargers. All right. So new England, big news, Cam Newton limited in practice. He is questionable. Uh, I guess not that you're starting him anyway. If you're still starting him at this point, man. 
that you're you're in a you're in a tough position. He is uh, he's let you down week in and week out. Tactically, he got the win last week against Arizona, but I would not be happy with his performance uh, in fantasy. So don't start him. Damian Harris, I think, is a is a must start. It's he again. He let you down last week, but the Chargers are a very beatable defense. He can do it. He's still the main guy. Uh, he just didn't get a lot of production last week. So, Damon Harris should start. James White, I would start as well. This is kind of like the Colts situation where you got one running back running the ball, one running back catching it. Both have value. Um, so, I, yeah, I would start both of them. Wide receivers, on the other hand, this is where it gets a little dicey because there's two wide receivers that are kind of the top. The top dogs, there's Jacoby Myers, and then there's Demir Bird. It's really, they, they take turns having good weeks. I don't want to take that risk. It, you're almost in the playoffs. This is usually the final week before playoffs. It's really risky. It's really risky to play any of these receivers. If I had to start one, I would pick Jacoby Myers because he's more consistent. But... I, I would not recommend starting either of those two. I need more consistency at this point in the season. All right, LA Chargers. Let's talk about them for a sec. Really no new injury news. Um, they're actually kind of getting healthier. Austin Eckler came back, had a very good week. You start him, obviously. Start Herbert. Start Keenan Allen. Start Hunter Henry. Uh, and then Mike Williams is the question mark. That's really the important thing. Uh, he's that high upside guy. He's the roller coaster, you know, really good week, followed by a really bad week. This is the risk I'm willing to take. He, uh, Stephon Gilmore is going to be all over Keenan Allen. Now, I think Keenan Allen has potential to get the better of Stephon Gilmore. But with that matchup, I can see Justin Herbert throwing it elsewhere. And that's to Mike Williams. That's the number two. That's the big play guy. I expect a big play out of Mike Williams this week. He is worth the risk to take uh, over any New England New England receiver. So take the risk with Mike Williams. Don't take the risk with New England. Um, it doesn't look like any defenses either. So now we've got to predict winners. I'm predicting the LA Chargers, and Bryant is as well. All right, the next matchup is the Denver Broncos versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, man, just going to be a... It's, it's, Denver Broncos, man. I, the good news, the good news is they really can't do worse than what they did last week. So, you know, it's all uphill. Unfortunately, they're playing the Super Bowl winners, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and Jerry Judy, limited in practice. He's going to be questionable. Philip Lindsay did not practice Wednesday. He is doubtful. Um, yeah, they're just kind of kicking them while they're down. They do get uh, their quarterbacks back, which, you know, Yay, Drew Locke. Uh, I still wouldn't have a lot of confidence in, in Locke. Uh, you start Melvin Gordon because you have to. You start Noah Fan because you have to. Um, I'm still a believer in Tim Patrick. He did not do well last week. Like he, And by not doing well, he put up a big fat goose egg. But that's because they didn't have a quarterback. That's the one bad week that Tim Patrick has had all season. I really think Patrick is the most underrated player right now. Um, Judy, if he plays as well, that's it. That is that is it. Um, 
yeah, I just drew lock. I, I want to say stardom, but you just can't. You just can't. Even though KC doesn't have the most difficult defense, uh, you don't you don't want to do that. So uh, Kansas City Chiefs, on the other hand, really everybody, Kelsey, Mahomes, Hill, Clyde. Um, I wouldn't do Bell. I would do Chiefs defense, on the other hand. Chiefs defense should be pretty solid. Drew Locke likes to throw a lot of interceptions. Uh, Chiefs should do uh, do all right there. Nice and easy. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs, and so is Bryant. Uh, next up, the Washington football team versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, this is the game that was supposed to be played on Sunday, but is now playing Monday afternoon, 4 o'clock Central Time. Uh, let's talk about Washington. It's a tough matchup. All right, Pittsburgh's the best defense in the league. But you start your studs. Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. I would also go J.D. McKissick. I would go J.D. McKissick because if they shut down Gibson, they're going to try to mix it up. McKissick's going to get receiving yards. If you're in a PPR league, McKissick should be locked and loaded. I understand if you don't want to start him in a standard league, that's totally okay. That's kind of the big question mark. I would be willing to take that risk, but that I think I'm biased. I do have a lot of faith in this Washington team. Um, so standard league, probably no McKissick at all. PPR or half point PPR, McKissick all the way. No Alex Smith, no Logan Thomas. Uh, even though Logan Thomas just had a really good game against Dallas, that was Dallas. All right, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here, the 11-0 Pittsburgh Steelers or something. 11-0, 12-0? I even know. They're, they're just ridiculous. They're 11-0. Um, speaking of Steelers, you start their defense because they're the best. Uh, James Conner, he missed last week due to COVID. He tested positive. Uh there's no new information on this. We will let you know Saturday. Obviously, if Connor plays, you start him. Uh, if not, it'll be Benny Snell. And Snell didn't have too bad of a game, but uh, you know, you just start him because he has the opportunity. Uh, this is where this is where it gets tough, right? Because Washington has a very very good defense, even though they're in an FC East team, they're still very good. Um, I don't see a world where Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster all have good games this week. I don't see that happening. I see one of them having a, a solid game, one of them, I would say, mediocre, and the other one, just nothing. Uh, unfortunately, I it, it's hard to tell which one's going to have what game. I would go Deontay Johnson, then I would go Chase Claypool, then I would go Juju. That's the order. I think Johnson has the highest potential of having a good game based on ha- having the most targets on the team uh, on a weekly basis. Chase Claypool is really the big play guy. And then there's Juju, who's dependable. But, uh, it, you know, he's just not as involved as we wanted him to be. So I, I if you have to start Juju, I don't blame you. Um, but if you're lucky enough to have a lot of depth, I would start someone else over Juju this week. Uh, Big Ben is a he's kind of a, a, a streaming quarterback week by week. I would sit on him this week. Washington's a very, very good team. Uh, you can see Big Ben has his great games against terrible defenses like like the Giants, like Jacksonville, like Dallas. But when he plays teams like Baltimore, 
he doesn't do so well. So uh, I would bench him this week. Eric Ebron is a sneaky tight end. He's usually pretty involved. He had a great week last week against the Baltimore Ravens. Great the week before that against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I would say he's good to go. I would put him in your lineup if you can. Uh, winners, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to, I I don't see a team that can beat the Steelers right now. So uh, it looks like Brian picked the Steelers as well. Not disagreeing on that. And last but not least, final matchup of the AFC home games, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Baltimore Ravens, which was moved to Tuesday night. Dallas Cowboys, here we go. Um, you start Zeke, even though he has been probably the biggest disappointment out of any fantasy player this season. You have to start Amari Cooper because he still puts up points. Actually, he's been really solid recently. Uh, week 11 against Minnesota. 81 yards, six receptions. Week 12 against Washington, 112 yards, six receptions, and a TD for one of them. So you start Amari Cooper. I would even start C.D. Lamb. Um, he's, a, he's a riskier play, no higher than a flex, but I like C.D. Lamb as well. I would not start Gallup. Uh, I will not start Dalton Schultz just based on a, a tough matchup and obviously not Andy Dalton. Baltimore, on the other hand, this is where it gets difficult because you have Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram. Uh, I guess those are the only fantasy-relevant players on this team that was placed on the COVID list that tested positive. I don't know if they're going to be back yet. There is a chance that Dobbins and Ingram could both be back. There's a chance that Lamar Jackson can be back. We don't know. We don't have any information. Uh, They haven't really released any information yet. So, um, obviously, if Lamar Jackson does play this week, you start him. If Dobbins plays this week, you start him. Ingram is a little bit questionable. I would not start Ingram um, if Dobbins plays. Obviously, if Dobbins is out, you play Mark Ingram as he's the running back two. If both of them are out, you start Gus Edwards just like he did this week. Um, Yeah, it's. It's it's tough. We'll let you know Saturday for the injury update. Um, just you know, keep keep us notified. Make sure you tune in Saturday. We'll let you know about this whole deal. But um, it's very difficult now. Wide receivers. I would not do Marquise Brown, even though he finally did something this week against Pittsburgh. Four receptions, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown. It's too little, too late. I'm done with him. I don't want to deal with this. I'm going into playoffs, and I do not want to deal with trying to decide whether or not to start Marquise Brown. He's off the team. Um, It's over. Very unfortunate, but it's over. So, again, we'll let you know Saturday about the the COVID players on if they're going to play along with the advice. Uh, Given that, I'm going to give the win to the Baltimore Ravens, and it looks like Bryant is as well. So no disagreements for part one. Tune into part two, which should be out tomorrow, uh, the day after the release of this episode. Maybe we'll disagree. We're going over NFC home teams and uh, yays and nays of the week. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.